0: You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don Reckla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm delighted to share with you just a wonderful wealth of information about some concepts that a lot of you struggle with of like, how, how do we like these minds, like we're all very, very, very smart, intelligent people. And sometimes that's our, our biggest hiccup, right in this development evolution game. So I'm really excited to bring in this conversation on Anderson embodies this sense of um, everything from like, what is the mindset piece? And how do we kind of talk about that in ways that that makes sense, right? We like, we like our boxes and our constructs and kind of make sense of something so that we can really utilize each one of those uh, components in a way that heightens our evolution. Um, you know, we're here at Superpower Experts, we're big fans of, of taking advantage of our resources, <laughs> how I'll frame it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So Ani Anderson is the author of Find Your Soul's Agenda, and she does a lot of work in a sensation-based mindset. And so, so I really appreciate some of the terms and the terminology that she uses that's subtly different um, than our curriculum. And it w- really illuminates um, some of these differences that you've heard us talk about. So this is really gearing up to be a phenomenal conversation here. And I'm excited to have you all along for the ride. Please join me in welcoming Ani to the show. Welcome, Ani.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here today.
0: Ah, we're excited to have you. I am very excited about this conversation um so but before we we get into the 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 yummy gooiness of it let's start with the exciting question of what are your superpowers
1: <laughs> So I have two that really came to mind, and one of them was really developed through years and years of study, and that's that 's that I have a superpower as a body-mind expert, and we're going to talk more about that for sure. And um, my second one, you know, my second superpower, not to say that it wasn't developed by skill, but it was more, or by learning, but it was more um, experiential. I am exceptional at seeing relationship patterns. And this plays out within the um, body-mind expertise, but also just in that you know, relationships are like the basis for everything, whether we're talking about our personal life or our business life, relationship with self, relationship with life. I am really skilled at being able to see relationship patterns. And I definitely consider that my biggest superpower.
0: Beautiful. I love that. And I love that you referenced um, that relationship to self too. We refer to as the internal external game and we're big believers that what the projection shows us is the, the replication of what's happening internally. And if you use that approach, right, if you look at the relationship to self and the relationship to others, it's a really rich environment to grow in a solid kind of efficient manner. All right, if, yeah. we, if we can systemize growth, then we're going to do it, by golly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's the, that relationship to self that's really at the basis of all relationships. And, you know, the more systemized we can be around it to learn how we can really do that to shift our external reality uh, is just is power. Well,
0: and I think that that's what's so wonderful about the work that you do is it's the control measures, the discipline of managing the different kind of vibrational feedback that we receive in the body gets really challenging when we have limited um, constructs to work with, right? So most of us matriculated through processes that it was pretty much the mind. You know, I joke with people because they always ask me if I always knew that I had, I had superpowers, and I was like, "Well, no, really, I just thought I was very smart." Like, because that's what everybody told me. Right. It was like, you're smart, like gifted programs, advanced, whatever. Like, like I was just very smart. Well, the challenge with that is that sometimes I do not smart things. Right. And so, so it's like, well, then who am I, if I'm very smart, but then I do not smart things. And then that challenges the, the very definition of my existence and on top of that, it wasn't intellect that I was really leaning on, but mm-hmm. no one even suggested that it might be something different, right? <laughs> yeah. That, ha-
1: do we have language to describe what that is? No,
0: like that's that and that's what's so fun about this game, I think, right now, of like and and I, I don't know about you, but I was really resistant to be to developing constructs around it because it was like well, but this is unique and it's did it and it took me probably twenty solid years of working in this material to be willing to say, okay, I think we're seeing some patterns here. <laughs> like, like I think we can call this out in a way that's not disingenuous to the the real personal unique experience everybody gets to have with it. But as foundational principles, you know, I know you, you as a parent understand the fact that when you can provide a framework, you know, kids do miraculous things within it, but without the framework, it's like, you know. It's kind of like you, know, my experience, which was, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. And then all of a sudden at 18, it's like, what do you want to do? And it's like, what? Like, no one said <laughs> I was going to have to make a choice. Like, how do you make a choice with infinite possibilities? Like, it's crazy. Um, yeah. so, so I appreciate the fact that you're calling a lot of this stuff out.
1: Yeah, I relate so much to what you're saying. Um, Remembering the first time I landed in an energy medicine class, I didn't know it was energy medicine. I love you said landed. I I did. I landed. Like I literally, I'm in the class. It was level two, by the way. It wasn't even level (laughs) level two. And I look around the room, and we all have our hands hovered above other people. And I was like. Oh my God! <laughs> what did I do? What um, Kool Aid did I drink? <laughs> exactly, I, I like had no idea this was what I had gotten myself into. I was under the auspice that I was being very scientific. So my background, my uh, my college degree is in occupational therapy, and we had to take continuing education for to you know keep up your license and stuff. And so uh, I started to look at what was available to me, and everything sounded really boring. But mm-hmm. there was this uh, course, it, it had a word in it I didn't totally understand, so kind of cool. and that's the course I ended up in. and little did I know it was energy medicine. And like you, you know 20 years later, I'm like, "Wow, I, I really I couldn't have um, I, at that time in my life like chosen energy medicine. If it said that, I would have mm-hmm. run away screaming. But the my life, ha, my professional life has been learning and understanding and integrating energy medicine principles in a way that's very practical um, mm-hmm. for people so they can understand and systemize uh, what what I do. You know, it used to be mm-hmm. I was the person who was a great intuitive healer. And finally, that really frustrated me because if if that's me and there's no system behind what I'm doing, I can't teach other people. Correct. And, and it's like its own prison is how it felt to me. It was like... I. I got nothing. Like
0: I, I can't do this forever. I certainly yeah. can't expand, um, nor do I want to. And and I, I I'm laughing because it was like you, you're you're telling my story with a different verbiage. You know, I found myself <laughs> as a counter intel agent doing tarot card readings. Going, what the <laughs> heck happened here? You know, it was like it was like I, I felt like I interviewed um early early on in the podcast. I interviewed um Danielle Eggnew. She's a big. Um, psychic she uh advises for like uh supernatural and stuff like that and gets called into cold cases and I was talking and she was laughing she's like you know it was so much easier coming out as a lesbian than it was coming out as a psychic like, <laughs>
1: <she's> like <laughs> totally it,
0: it is because a lot of us come from these very practical conservative like traditional backgrounds <laughs> you know that was the journey we took and it's like, what the heck is all this? So yeah, anyway, anyway I feel like you and I could probably sit over coffee <laughs> for hours. But let's talk a little bit about I I, I do want to share this because I know so many people, especially highly intellectual people, very successful high achiever people struggle with understanding how to use their mind when when it's good, when it's not because a lot of the kind of woo-woo um, world will tell them that not to use it, right? To to quiet the mind, to do all this stuff. And yeah, it, it. I took about a year of really feeling pretty crappy about myself because I couldn't quiet my mind and thinking there was something wrong with me until I was like, totally. well, maybe my mind doesn't want to be quiet. Okay, can I work with this instead of trying to work against it all the time? And I think that what you're about to share with our audience helps them see how that's possible. Yes. Um, So talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So first of all, when we talk about how to use your mind, what I know to be true and educate people on is, um, it's not just the brain. Our mind doesn't just live between our two ears. The mind is our entire system, which includes our body mind, our heart mind, or our emotional mind. Yes, our intellectual mind. How about the collective consciousness? How about the energy Mm -hmm. body? Like there is so much mind that we have access to. And so when we say mind and we're talking about the brain, we're very, very limiting ourselves. So Or
0: logic even, even if we don't even think about like where it's housed internally, like The idea of logic is so hyper-focused, especially in our culture. That's not true in all cultures, but particularly individualistic cultures.
1: Absolutely. There's so many different ways to talk about this, and there's so much information we have access to. Um, I, too, was a meditator for years, and I remember I'd been meditating with with a sangha, a community, and an instructor for about eight years, and I finally, very embarrassed, said to her, I can't quiet my mind. I don't know what to do. And she said, mm. Oh, that's that's not the point. The point is to watch the thoughts. And and I was really frustrated at that point. <laughs> You're like, screw you all. That wasn't that the purpose? <laughs> I mean, come on. You're like a heads up would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Why did you tell me this day one? Because that doesn't sound like fun to sit there and watch what's going on up there. Do you oh know? Oh my this? gosh. Yeah, totally. So um, <laughs> So, I, I, I really wanted uh, so much that so was a burning desire in me to feel and experience quiescence, that quietude mm. within. And it wasn't until I found uh, Qigong and Tai Chi, the Chinese movement mm-hmm. forms of moving meditation, that I was able to find quiet because there's the divine paradox. When you move your body, your mind can be quiet, mm-hmm. right? or your, your thoughts anyway. So, oh my gosh. So I got to experience Mm. that for the first time when I found uh, Qigong. And, um, that was a very pivotal moment for me because just, just seeing how the paradox was working out through my being, um, this quiet while I was moving this experience that I knew was there. I knew it was there. Uh, But I just couldn't, I couldn't seem to find it with the traditional methodology. And by the way, sitting and like not moving my body, you know, Um, wow, it just opened up so many doors and it it really opened up my curiosity to way more of life and the information that was available to me Mm -hmm. in order to experience all kinds of things, you know, yeah, higher levels of consciousness, but more depth in every area of my life as well. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're
0: going to take a quick break. Before we do, where can people go to find out more about you?
1: The easiest place is to go to my website, anianderson.com. That's A-N-I-Anderson.com.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're this is a fantastic conversation. When we come back, we're re- really going to flesh out like, how do you utilize this and get really deep into this material? Because this, in, in my opinion, is at the heart of why most people aren't moving into that space that they can see so clearly. So stick with us, folks. You're not going to want to go away. We will be right back.
1: your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the superpower net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more.
0: Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Superpower Up. I'm Tonya Don Reckler. We're talking to Ani Anderson today, and we're talking about the mind. And, and I just want to preface this for those of you who've been following us for a while now. So we talk a lot about the mind, the emotional system, and the body, right? It's essentially what Ani's talking about here, but she breaks, she uses the concept of mind in the way that we utilize kind of the the full essence of who we are, right? And so I think it's brilliant because I'm a big, big, big fan of taking back terms, reworking them and evolving them or adapting them to fit into what we're seeing that's coming forward in consciousness. And so I, I appreciate kind of usurping the mind dialogue. But I just wanted to give you all a comparative framework because we talk about the mind in a more isolated way. She's speaking to all of it that, that we discuss with very different terms. So don't let your mind get wrapped around the axle on this and want to disregard any of the information or question information because that we're using different words. Remember, the key is not to break this down into like step one, step two, step three, simpleness, like the world's not getting any simpler, folks we are arming you to be able to navigate complexity, right? And complexity looks like people coming together with curriculum based in the same foundation, but using completely different terminology. Don't let your mind explode and go into overwhelm. Just absorb it. Remember, listen intuitively like we've worked on and be with it. And you'll feel the similarities. You'll feel the synergy and the information. That technique is going to help you navigate the internet, social media, the world, everything, right? Like you really have to find your own resonance with it, but to do that, you can't hyper-focus on the word itself, focus on what that word is representing to you. Just felt like that caveat was kind of crucial. So, Ani, obviously you've walked this journey, you talk it, you live it, you've been it, you, you're you very clear on your directives. So let's talk about like actual application. Like how are we taking people from this like real logic-based mind component into really being able to sense and um, perceive differently. Can you help explain that?
1: Yeah, I think that, well, first of all, you just said something pointing towards it. You said you'll feel the synergy. And so the entry point for our work in sensation-based mindset is the feelings. And I say feelings, which is a word that kind of gets mixed up with emotions. But I just want to (laughs) talk about that for a second. So we talk about how emotions are two things, all woven together. An emotion is a thought and it's a sensation all at the same time. So to say that you know thoughts are different from emotions, well, thoughts are actually part of emotions in our philosophy. So you, know, when you said you'll feel the synergy, that open door that, that we take with people is. The emotions, because the emotions will open the door to the sensations, and it will open the door to the thoughts. What we see when we walk down the street and we talk to people day in and day out is that people are okay feeling and experiencing certain emotions, and not feeling and experiencing other emotions. And what we know is that every single feeling is important. It is valid, and it's um, it's one to pay attention to. So we ask people as soon as possible, to become aware of whatever it is they're actually feeling. Not what they think they should feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not, <laughs> not the what they on top about. of it. <laughs> not, the, not, not the story. What do you actually feel? And that honesty with the actual feelings, or the I'll say the actual emotion, we then break down into the sensory component, because when we do that, we're dealing with the raw data of the nervous system. When we deal with the raw data of the nervous system, we can get to the heart of it super, super quick. So for us, everything is about talking to people about how they actually feel and really being honest about that and starting to put language around it. Because for most people, for like 99.9% of the people I talk to, their language around their sensations is just, oh, it's just horrible. Like there's, there's like right. no language around it. People mm-hmm. don't know how to talk about it.
0: Well, and it, it, you'll love this story. So when Neva was little, she, um, she would go almost immediately into like full-on anger, right? And it was like, okay, what's happening here? And so we worked with her to feel the sadness, right? We just said, like, keep it at sad. Like y- your feelings got hurt and the protective mechanisms kicked in. And now you have this reactionary emotion. So let's just keep it at sad. Let's call out sad, right? And yeah. so she was resistant initially, but then she obviously got, you know, got it pretty quickly And but then what was so cool is that she we got to watch some of her internal parts, like kind of inculcate that that framework and then start to use it against her. Right. So then she'd keep it. at sad. And now everything she was so sad about this and sad about that. I'm like, okay now we got to take it back even further. What's Mm -hmm. the fear under that? What's Mm -hmm. what's the actual sensory thing that occurred, the constriction that happened? that created this story of sadness that then created the anger, you know? And so she's Mm -hmm. like, but you told me to keep it at sad. I'm like, yeah, but you mastered that. Now we have to go back more. Like, yeah, sorry. Stop growing then. I don't know. But, but the, and so, so again, the resistance, but now she can speak to the sensation of the fear. Like, "Oh, I'm feeling that in my body. Like the, because, because it is like the, the sensation begets the emotional story and the emotional story creates the thought. And in our world too, in the superpower stuff, you know, part of the big challenge is if you're a pure empath, then you're bringing in everybody else's emotional yes. stories. If you're a mind reader, if you're predisposed to mind reading, you're bringing in everybody else's stories and thoughts about that. And yes. so, so really giving yourself permission to be a little bit discerning. But the second we internalize it, now it's your problem. Like, yes, you just put it in your body. Like, keep it off of you. Like, keep it out in the middle. Keep it away from you. But we train people to sock it away, to store like all these little pockets that we carry of shame and guilt and trauma. And it's like, just stop owning it. Like, like treat it like the cloud, go store it on the cloud. Like you don't need to put it on your internal hard drive, you know, just put it out there. Totally. Um, And, but that, and that helps you be able to sort through it and see it and everything else. But Holy cow, like that's, that's decades folks of programming that you're talking about going up against and collective consciousness around how we operate. Yeah, so so this is big work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. let's not get it in a way woo-woo, like past lives and parallel lives and multiverses. and I mean, we could go on for days, but I appreciate the fact that you're able to speak to um, some really high-level components and make it very, very practical because I'm sure you're coming up against what we are. There are a lot of people awakening right now who hold the keys and solutions and information that we all need but it's like it's it's worthless, like you were alluding to, like the story, the the I call them the lies. You're probably a little nicer about it than I am. But like <laughs> you're just lying. Like that's not even truth. Like it's not even real at all. And so so getting people to where they can actually have a real conversation about what's real inside yes. of them and, and true to
1: them, um, we're just so poorly equipped for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the, you know. Because we do this all the time and we get to see people really get to the realness of who they are. My God, that is just the most profoundly beautiful thing that I've gotten mm. to experience in my life. Like looking at somebody mm-hmm. who is actually tapping into the real who they are for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, um, you know, when babies are born, it's just so amazing. People
0: ask me all the time, like, you know, why I do this. And, and it's exactly what you just named. When you're sitting there and people, you know, depending on their their paradigm, you know, but either... You know, touch the face of God, or, or experience the divinity within them, or really meet themselves for the very first time. Like there really is no greater honor than to be present for that, and yep. to know that that you allowed that energy to work through you to catalyze it. And I know so many of you, your hearts are calling you into that, but you cannot do that, should not do that. And I that should, yes, I said should not <laughs> do that unless you're willing to do this level of awareness work on yourself. Right? Yes. You're going to do damage to people. <laughs> Please don't do it. Get support, get guidance, get the training, and stay on it. This is not a one and done. This is muscle memory, folks. Yeah. Um, you have to continually grow and evolve and transform yourself. Otherwise, we get stagnant. And we always, those pieces like I talked to with Neva, they always will take that what you just learn and start using it against you the second you no longer need it Mm -hmm. is how this works you have to be willing to let that go and move on to the next phase and this kind of work is brilliant it's a lifestyle that's what we like to say it is it's a it's a you know we were just going over some coffee and it was like you know this shouldn't feel like a life sentence however let's be clear like this is forever like as long as we're incarnated I, I believe this is the game until we change it significantly to where we'll experience the next game. Right. But for now in the foreseeable future folks, this is it. Like get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that we're painting a really good picture. Of like the, <laughs> so, so we need to wrap up, but before we do, maybe we should throw people a bone and say, no, it's, it's worth it. I swear.
1: <laughs> it is so worth it. Oh my gosh. It's so worth it. The, the, the range of emotion works in both directions. So the depths that you're willing to go Mm. will dictate the joys and the love that you can feel because you've gone to the depths. And it's been my experience. Mm. I don't know about you that um, the more you're willing to be okay and really just totally willing to go to the depths, you get to experience the love and the joy more often. So um, it's so worth it. Well, and I'll
0: throw out another nugget. So the way I explain my life to people is: look, I'm on call to the universe, right? When the universe calls, I've agreed to respond, and I've agreed to respond in such a way that allows that energy to operate through me. And I have also agreed in that to do the continue to do the work on myself, so that when I am called into um, more and more potentially challenging situations, that I'm equipped to still allow that energy to work through me. And in exchange for that. For the most part, I get to operate with unlimited resources and create all kinds of fun things and get to play in the world. But if I don't do that piece of it, the work on myself, and I go into resistance or fear when I'm called, then I get to look at all the reasons why <laughs> I'm not interested in doing that. <laughs> and it's a fun little game I get to play with the divine. Um, but it's, but, but it, that's, you know, when, when people talk about manifestation and uh, the abundance and everything else, you truly can experience, but folks, it comes at a price. And the price is this work. Like, you have to, have to, have to be willing to attend to this, to stay with it, and to operate in that fashion because you are modeling that for other people. And, and as you know, we've made no secrets about it at Superpower X, which we take that very seriously, right? There's a responsibility component. With great power comes great responsibility. Ani, you are delightful. I love the work you're doing in the world. Um, I appreciate the conversation. I I wonder how many more conversations we have uh, together. I don't know. People may not be listening anymore now. They're like, oh, forget these people. Like, it's too much. Too much, people. Make it fun. Um, I know what what we can do next. We'll gamify it. Sounds good. Pokemon Go. Yeah, but we'll do it with like uh, with personal growth. We're gonna there do this. Go. It's a thing. I love it. <laughs> if if you guys get if you get to have coins and and prizes and stars, yeah. then then we'll do it, right? <laughs> totally. Oh, good as well.
1: Thank you so. Let's remind folks again where they can go to find out more about you. Sure, I'm at anianderson.com. That's a n i Anderson.com. Beautiful. And we'll have a
0: link to it obviously on the page, folks. Go check out the book. Well, we'll link that too this stuff matters, right? So we've been talking today about how you use your mind matters. And it does, it really does folks. And, um, I love the, the, the reframe of of the various minds and how they work together. And it's such a rich, rich, rich work and material. Um, and it's worth it. So Ani, thank you so much for joining us today for a delightful conversation. We appreciate you and the work you're doing in the world and to all of you out there As always, we appreciate your loyalty. Stick with us, I promise. Like, this isn't that bad. Um, But we appreciate your loyalty. We we love that you listen. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to SuperPowerExperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.